Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Salt Anyone? Let's pray. Father, we come today hungry for more of you. We're so thankful that you're a merciful God. We thank you that your word is a holy thing. It's a living thing, Father. We come for more revelation from your word today, Father. Feed us today with your precious word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today about this topic, salt anyone? My friends, I was led by the Holy Spirit to give this message in our church recently, and I'd like to share it with my podcast friends. Those that know me well know that I love salt on my food, but we're not talking about that today. I want to talk to you about not looking back, and part of that is being the salt of the earth that we are called to be as a Christian. Let's start today in Matthew 13, and I'm going to be reading mostly from the Amplified Classic Bible. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, its strength, its quality, how can its saltness be restored? It is not good for anything any longer but to be thrown out and trodden underfoot by men. Folks, we are supposed to be the salt of the earth. But if we lose our flavor, or I like to think of it as our enthusiasm for serving and following God, then according to the word of God, we are of no benefit to others and deserve to be thrown out and walked on by people, like the salt you would throw on the sidewalk. Another referral to salt in the Bible was Lot's wife, who turned into a pillar of salt and was basically thrown out when she did what? She turned back, didn't she? I want to talk today about not looking back at our former life. Let's go to Genesis 19.26 in the Amplified Classic Bible. But Lot's wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. The New Amplified Bible in Genesis 19.26 says, But Lot's wife from behind him foolishly and longingly looked back toward Sodom in an act of disobedience, and she became a pillar of salt. My friends, what do we still want to do foolishly and longingly in our lives to satisfy the flesh? Do we spend too much time on TV or on social media? What are we disobedient about? Maybe gossip? Where are we disobeying the Bible to please our flesh? Do we support abortion? Do we support ungodly marriage? Or are we silent on these issues, which is just the same as supporting them? Are we disobeying authority or our man of God, our pastor? That's one area of a rebellion that gets many people in trouble in the body of Christ in these last of the last days. Are we disobeying the prompting of the Holy Spirit? Just a few things for us all to be thinking about. Now, don't let the devil beat you up when you mess up. We all mess up sometimes. But do we stay in that messed up state like King Saul did? You know, he was an anointed king, and he went from that and the blessing of God 
to being a disobedient king, and he stayed in that cycle. We don't want to be in that situation, folks. What about Samson, another very anointed man of God who chose the evil ways and left God and the blessing? Or we could be like maybe King David, maybe hopefully not in his particular sins. But David came back. He repented. He was anointed before that. He was anointed after that. None of us are going to be perfect, but we need to keep on pressing forward with the Lord. Now let's turn to Luke chapter 17, and we're going to start in verse 28. So also it was the same as it was in the days of Lot. People ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built, 29. But on the very day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. 30. That is the way it will be on the day that the Son of Man is revealed. 31. On that day, let him who is on the housetop with his belongings in the house not come down and go inside to carry them away. And likewise, let him who is in the field not turn back. Did you get that, folks? Let me read that last part again. Let him who is in the field not turn back. 32, remember Lot's wife. Pause, folks. The Lord's trying to get something across to us here. We are not to forget about the story of Lot's wife who turned back. Now, verse 33, whoever tries to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will preserve and quicken it. Now, let's go to 35. There will be two women grinding together. One will be taken and the other will be left. 36, two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other will be left. Folks, there's a whole story in there in witnessing to those people that we work with or those people we come across in our everyday life. I want to read out of the New Amplified Bible in verse 28 there. It says, they were carrying on business as usual without regard for their sins. 32 says, remember what happened to Lot's wife when she looked back. Verse 33, whoever seeks to save his life will eventually lose it through death, and whoever loses his life in this world will keep it from the consequences of sin and separation from God. Folks, a big part of not looking back is living holy. I would never forget Years ago, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, just like we're talking right now, that still small voice, and I heard him say, son, you've never been to a church service yet where everyone there is going to heaven. And it weighs heavy on my heart many times. See, because we can all warm up a church pew, but that doesn't mean anything. We should be going to church. The Bible's clear. It says, don't forsake the gathering of the brethren. But that act in and of itself does not get us to heaven. Jesus said, you must be born again. And that's a personal relationship with Jesus. It's not a personal relationship with a pastor or denomination, but a personal relationship with Jesus. And I hope everyone out there listening to my voice today has made that personal commitment to Jesus. You know, one thing the Holy Spirit showed me in preparing for this message is how 
it's like being on a high wire. You've seen these guys that walk across these wires between two mountains or cliffs or whatever. Crazy, huh? But the Holy Spirit showed me that's kind of how many people are in their lives. We're walking on this high wire, but then on one side is Satan's domain, and the other side is God. And we slip down, and maybe we don't fall very far like a typical high wire, but we fall down in Satan's muck. And we say, wow, what happened to me? I've been living for God. I've been going to church, doing all these right things. But see, we're dancing between the darkness and the light. And one step off, we slip into darkness. Or maybe on the other hand, we're walking on that, that high wire, and then we slip off, and we fall on the good side. We have something great happen in our life. We think, wow, I must be doing great. I'm living for God. I'm doing the right thing. But see, then God, he puts us back on that to wire where we were again. We walk along. We might fall at one side. We might fall on the other side. But see, that's not what God wants us to do. That's like looking back sometime, looking forward sometime. A God wants us to continue to press forward. Well, that's all we have time for today. We're going to continue on this message tomorrow. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You're a good God. You're so merciful. You forgive us. You love on us. You forgive all our sins. 1 John 1, 9 says, we confess our sins to you, that you're faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Father. We thank you for that. We love you, Lord. We choose to live for you and to not look back. We choose not to be like Lot's wife and to look back, but to press forward and to live for you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.